0: Gopher fans, it's Phil Mackey here with a question for you business owners specifically. Have you ever had an insurance claim that left you feeling like you got sacked in the end zone? When something bad happens to the company you built with your blood, sweat, and tears, you don't want to be left sitting on the sidelines waiting to get back in the game. You want your insurance team to be ready with a game plan that helps you recover smoothly so you can get on with running your business. Your local federated representative is ready to create a custom playbook of specialty insurance products and risk management strategies for you. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Snare drum time means, yes, indeed, Score North Gophers show time. Thanks for finding this pod wherever it is that you have done so. Maybe via Apple, Spotify, scorenorth.com, or that free Score North mobile app. Thank you so much for doing so. Cheap plug, cheap ask, if you wouldn't mind. We would certainly love a review. Positive reviews only. No, I, I I can't legislate that. I guess negative reviews, if you have them, I certainly hope
1: not. We've 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 grown accustomed, Ross, to embrace the negativity around here once in a well, while.
0: What's what's the phrase I see working around the Twitter machine? Embrace the suck. Yeah, I think that's happening in a lot of our yeah. a lot of our sports. That is the voice of Manny Hill at Manny Hill eighty four on Twitter. I'm Ross Brendel at Brendel Ross on Twitter. A new Face into the score north gopher show only because I heard of just something that the man needed to get off of his chest, and it certainly makes sense. With the gophers coming off of a 71 to 69 loss to Wisconsin, score north and garage logic's own Chris Reavers.
2: Maybe the gopher basketball marketing department should coin the phrase embrace the suck after the uh, last couple of games that we've seen, both at Williams Arena and then yesterday in Madison. No.
0: It's it's uh, in all honesty, this has been, and I, I we'll we'll delve into a bunch of different things. And I'd actually love your you're a huge Gopher guy, so I, I'd love your your thoughts on this. At the beginning of the year, Chris, before we get to why you're really here, I thought the NIT. That's kind of that's where I thought this season would end. So I'm trying not to be too disappointed that that's not even going to happen unless they basically win the final two the first game of the Big Ten tournament, and that's probably not going to happen. So the NIT's not even going to happen. I don't want to be too disappointed if all I was hopeful for was the NIT, but you look at the last month, and I think you're well within your right to be incredibly disappointed when they've given away so many games. And some of the issues, and I've said this numerous times uh, to both you, Chris, well, actually to Manny and, and Chris, you'll maybe hear this for the first time, my issues with Tubby Smith were exactly the same issues I'm starting to see with Richard Petino. no depth and just really massively long scoring droughts in almost every game. How are the these have actually not? This goes back to Dan Munson and my entire life of watching go for basketball. Nothing ever changed. It's systemic, and the
2: problem that I've always had with Pitino. And and by the way. I was the first one in this market to hate him. So the rest of you can come (laughs) on my bandwagon. And not hate's too strong of a word. I've never liked, he was handpicked because he was what, the fourth option after they didn't get Shaka Smart and then whatever. So anyway, I haven't liked, and this was a problem with Tubby too. I don't like it when a player doesn't improve. When he's in a when he's in a system for four years, I just yeah. I, I have a problem with that. That to me is strictly identified with coaching. And by the way, as a guy that's attended not one but two Thursday games at the Big Ten tournament to watch the Gophers, which is the very first day of the t- <laughs> tickets will be available, folks. Trust me, if you want them, it's in. Is it in Indianapolis this year? or Is it in Chicago?
1: I, I can't think, remember. Yeah, because it alternates.
2: They throw right. Washington. They throw DC in there, and then now New York was in one year, yeah, two. They, they, I think they, it was last year. But yep. tickets will be available. But that—that's the problem, I guess. I've always had with Patino, and there doesn't really seem to be a there there. There doesn't seem to be a process. You watch this team offensively. Yeah, it, it's let's throw it to Aturu and see what happens.
1: Yep, that's that's throw their it to Aturu and pray and pray that he scores. <laughs> you know, and when you get in the late game situations like we saw against Wisconsin. They're going to key in on Daniel Oturu when he. I mean, he had a great game. He played great. He's been playing pretty good all year. But you get those late-game situations and the game is tied or, you know, a one-possession game, teams are going to key in on him. They're going to double-team him. And there has to be some sort of an option, secondary option. And it can't just be Marcus Carr bailing you out when the shot clock's down to three seconds and right. he throws up a crazy shot. Yeah, right. he hit a couple of those shots when they beat Ohio State a few weeks ago in, in, in Columbus. But – Just stagnant offense, turnovers, late game execution has just been awful. Free throw shooting
2: has just been 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 a mess. I mean, it's it's the reasons why programs like Wisconsin, Michigan State, Michigan under Beeline, Mm -hmm. the reason that those programs always seem to get better throughout the course of the year is they have structure. They have a system. They are smart
0: players that make the right play at the right time. Well, we all should have known, and I was one of these, so I should have known. Earlier this year, to your point, Reavers, I don't know if I necessarily left Wisconsin for dead, but I thought it was going to be incredibly difficult for them to make the NCAA tournament. Now with a few games to go, they're a virtual lock for making Mm -hmm. the NCAA tournament. And at that same time I was saying this, I felt... I, I would. I've never thought that the Gophers would make the NCAA tournament, but about a month ago, there was a path and there was a decent chance. I believe it was last week.
2: I saw this tweet, and I forget to give forget who to give credit to, but it was after the Gophers lost to Indiana. Was that Wednesday night last mm-hmm. week? Yep. That cemented the fact that Wisconsin, for the 22nd consecutive season, was going to finish higher than the Gophers in the Big Ten. That's embarrassing. That's flat out embarrassing. Yeah. Did one of you two tweet that? No, I okay. Had, good. <laughs> I was like, oh crap! Did one of you two tweet that, and I forgot to give you credit? But that's embarrassing. I had
0: yeah. I had not actually seen that, nor had known that. And so let that sink in. Twenty two straight years. Chris, this podcast isn't going to be incredibly long, so I'm just going to. Okay, I'm gonna you need p- me to get to my meltdown? No no, 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 no. I'm actually going to I'm actually going to pull ranks, not the right word, but I'm just going to tell you, just stick around for this entire thing, unless you really right. got to go.
2: No, I'm contractually obligated to be here by till a certain time, okay. so I got nothing else okay perfect so <laughs> so stick around what
0: what's let's keep breaking this down so last last week at some point myself Manny Hill James Murphy we did a pod where we for fun I gave them homework assignments and the homework assignment was as simple as this to the best of your ability give me one good reason why Richard Petino should be let go give me one good reason why he should be retained okay can you give me off the top of your head can you objectively give me one reason for both of those sides well
2: the one reason to keep him is his buyout but other than that uh well i i you know what i'll defend him to this in in this way i don't think he anticipated losing coffee and you're talking about a guy that could have possibly been the big 10 player of the year this year that's a huge loss again you did lose jordan murphy um, you lost coffee and th- um, somebody else that was a key contributor. McBrayer. last year. Jordan Murphy, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Murphy. Yeah, Dupree, exactly, Dupree, McBrayer. Dupree, McBrayer. McBrayer. That's what as I'm well. yeah. of. But also, what's really killed them is the is the uh, the decline of of uh culture. Yeah, because Kalsher was a big factor. I was at the game in Iowa when they beat Louisville. Mm-hmm. You know, last year in the tournament. Gabe Kalsher was one of the main reasons they won that game. He's I mean, he was lights out yep. from, from three. And I think he's regressed a little bit this year. It's just, it's frustrating because you, I hate hearing. Oh, he's got to get his players. He's got to get his okay. No, no, no. Well, we're in year seven, seven now. Year so seven now. Yeah. That's so I all window. I give him a little bit of I give him a little bit of slack because I really don't think he anticipated Coffee leaving after his junior season. But even still, you mentioned earlier, you have no depth on yeah. your roster. Well,
1: and the reality is it's 2020. This is the world of college basketball now. Right. Like these guys, when they when they perform well at the college ranks. Money talks, and a lot of times these guys see an opportunity in the NBA, even if they don't think they're gonna be, you know, a lottery pick. I mean, Daniel Oturu, here's the situation now they're probably going to lose him. He's been one of the best players in the conference, one of the best big men in the country. Oh,
2: there's less and, than five percent chance he's coming back.
1: Oh, no, I mean, it's, it's, I think, even at if the moment he gets a sense that he's going to be a first round draft pick. I don't care where he's going to go in the first round. You got to go. He's going to go. Yeah, he's going to go. It's guaranteed money, and depending on where he goes, it could be a great situation for him to develop. And and you know, these guys are making more money now than than they ever have before. Even guys on the rookie contracts.
2: A, a reason to to let him go. Where would you like me to begin? <laughs> no, I, I how much time do we? have? No, I'm just kidding. I think honestly, though because of the success that Fleck has had with the football program and the fact that you've now sunk what 200 million dollars into the complex and there's a lot of people that want some answers. And you have basically two mm-hmm. revenue producing sports on that campus. One of them is football and one, the other is men's basketball. Yep. Those are your two big money makers. that's that's those are things that matter.
0: Your thoughts Chris on Williams Arena. We've talked a lot about it in recent Score North Gopher shows. I've talked myself into the point at the very least I think it needs a massive renovation and I'm not against building a new facility but to uh Tim McNiff's point past guest on this show his thought was well if you do that you have to at the bare minimum keep some of what made Williams great. I'll I'll concede that. Like maybe you bring to a new facility, maybe you keep the race floor, maybe you do something along those lines. I, I think this isn't it's not always gonna be the main the main point to why a kid comes here or doesn't come here. But I think 20 years ago, maybe even 15 years ago, walking in there meant something. I don't think it means anything to an 18-year-old kid at this point. Well,
2: and the kid in me that went to you know the barn with my dad, I will always love the barn. It is outdated. But I don't see a scenario where you can you can sell it to this this generation of kids, this generation of athletes. For God's sake, you can't even. I went to a game last year. There's no where to have a hot dog, you yeah. know, no. in the in the concourses. It's it's old. It's outdated. Even the seats are small. I, yeah, I think what you could do, honestly, and I don't even know if this is possible, but. Why not say we're gonna completely overhaul the barn and for two or three years you play at Target Center where oh by the way, they have state of the art facilities and whatnot and that's that's you know you tell oh yeah, you're gonna play where the timberwolves play that's got to be a good selling point yeah to eighteen year olds and, and Target Center just recently got renovated yeah you know, it's two beautiful. And a half, three
1: years ago it looks great especially on the inside and and uh, the exterior too I mean yeah I, I you know I was at the Indiana game couple weeks ago and i mean to your point about the the chairs and sitting down i was sitting along the baseline and the lower level and like i was sitting obviously if you're listening you can't see what i'm doing here but i was sitting basically like this and i couldn't move yeah same it was like a task to just get
2: up and go
1: get popcorn
2: so a couple of years ago uh thanks to our great partnership with courage kenny I bought the gopher Basketball suite for my dad for either his birthday or Christmas. I can't remember because they're both close to each other. And so it was me, my dad, his brothers and cousins and family. So we were sitting there and it was a great, it was a great suite. The only problem was unless you were sitting in the first row, you can't see the bleep in court. Yeah, <laughs> that's a tad bit of a problem. That's yeah. not good. Well, and that's another area where you again, I'm going back to revenue, but winning obviously Charles Barkley. Winning cures all the stink, mm-hmm. and that's ultimately what will sell your program. And, and the other part is the, the, the attendance in itself
1: is just, you know, again, I was at the Indiana game, probably 9,000
2: people there. But you know what, though, Manny? I don't disagree with you. Look back to the Iowa game. That was damn near a sold out house. Yeah, and remember, it was it year a year or two? But how ago. much of that is
1: just because it was Iowa? And True, you but my I guess, Iowa my point is there,
2: there. There are people. If you win, they'll go. Yeah. Remember that it was a. Th- I'll never forget this. It was a Thursday night. We were still doing the show at the Roycey in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. They were playing Michigan. The Gophers were pretty highly ranked, and Michigan was in the top five. Yeah, that place was packed. Yeah. I mean, they will, they will come. They will you show up if you give them a reason.
0: Yeah. Chris, in your opinion, how does this program consistently move up and become a consistent winner where they're making the NCAA tournament almost every year? I've said this numerous times. Sorry for people who have heard this. I know it's a repeat of things I've said. If you If you take 10 seasons, I'm a firm believer, if you're playing Big Ten basketball and you have some of the advantages that the University of Minnesota has, they should make the tournament probably seven times out of ten years. But I'll also tell you, I'm well aware of the history. In the last 48 years, they've made the tournament only 14 times. Mm-hmm. Four were vacated from the record book, so technically they've only made it 10 times. So I want to have some self-awareness, especially when you go back now and you think roughly 13 years between Tubby Smith and Richard Petino, they've made the NCAA tournament four times. Uh, my case for keeping Richard Petino, Chris, that last week that I laid out, I'm not saying you should, but my case was, You're only one year off making it to the round of 32. If Jordan Murphy doesn't get injured, maybe you're in the Sweet 16. If Marcus Carr's ruled eligible, maybe you're a Sweet 16 Elite Eight team. For a university that doesn't go to the NCAA tournament a lot, can you tell a guy who won a game just one year ago, hey, your services are no longer needed here? But, but they, 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 they did, did it for to, Tubby. They did it to Tubby. They, yep, they, <laughs> yeah. they, they did do it tubby to Tubby. beat UCLA, yeah. and they yeah. were like,
2: damn but, it, now we got to wait a week to fire okay. him. <laughs> but if it's not,
0: I think we'd all agree it's got to be more than two times in seven years. So let's just use Richard Petino as the standard. What is the number in your mind in seven seasons? How many NCAA tournaments should you go to? I would say it's four or five.
2: I'm not going to disagree with that number, but I also – the drop-offs have been too severe. I mean, for God's sake, the one year they had the worst record in, in school history. Yeah, you know eight, that's the eight and twenty-three season. You can't yeah. as a as a as a program that lives in a state that produces a lot of Division One talent and in a region where a lot of Division One talent comes out of, you can't tell me that that that's an issue because you've got a pipeline of talent. Mm-hmm. Look at the state of Iowa. They have three Division One basketball teams that made the NCAA tournament in yep. one year. Come on, I I, yep. I, I don't buy yeah. that. I just don't.
1: Yeah, and and I've said this. Ross has heard me say this several times on this on this podcast and on other shows on on Score North is I I understand that you are not going to always get the Tyus Joneses or the Trey Joneses sure. of the world. Sure, that going to work in. I'm going to Duke. or years that's ago, where I want
2: to went to UConn.
1: Yeah, okay. exactly. You're you're just you're, it's, you. UConn won a national
2: championship. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you're 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 never going to be able to keep those blue chippers, those five star guys, from going to the Dukes and the UNCs and the UCons and things like that. But these other kids that are going to okay programs that are you know programs on the surface that don't have that same sort of Notoriety as a UNC or a Duke or a Kansas or something like that. You know, McKinley Wright, we talked about mm-hmm. it. You know, Roycey talked about it a lot. McKinley Wright going to Colorado. I mean, it, it, JP McCura, the Lakeville North kid, goes to Xavier. I mean, the, he's trying to get me into my yeah. meltdown here. Well, like, me? again, we yeah. just
0: talked about it. Uh, it seems like this pod's rehashing so much yes. stuff that we've talked about, but Dawson Garcia chooses Marquette, not Madison, Wisconsin, not oh. the University of Wisconsin. He chooses. He chooses Marquette, and maybe there's. Again, and by the
1: way, Tom Crean isn't coaching at Marquette yeah, anymore. He hasn't been coaching there in a long time.
0: Unless Dwayne is Dwayne Wade, maybe doing some recruiting for Marquette. <laughs> maybe that. Had I it.
2: pretty much do whatever Dwayne Wade told me. I got to be honest. But maybe go that. back even further in the wayback machine and go to the Clem era. John Thomas stayed home. Yep. Sam Jacobson stayed home. Yep. You know, and and, and but they both had options. Mm -hmm. And then that ended up becoming, however illegal or illegally, ended up becoming one of the only Final Four teams in the school's history, whether it's vacated or not. I don't care.
0: 97
2: was awesome. Leave me alone.
0: It happened. If the university moves on, and I think us three are all like-minded, I believe it's going to happen. The university, uh, okay, $5 million to buy him out. The University of Minnesota will find people that will give them $5 million to buy him out. Is this an attractive job and how far down the list might they have to go? My argument, I talked about this with somebody else from the Score North staff, and this is, this is how I believe it should happen. Mark Coyle has his list of three names. If he knows one, two, or all three of these guys will take the job if offered, you make the move. If he's not sure that any of those three will take the job, you might have to wait it out another year and just see what happens. But they are getting to a point now where for the next couple years, the buyout money's the same. But I'm a firm believer, unless you know, you have your list of a few guys, Mm -hmm. unless you know you're getting one of those guys, I don't want to go six, seven, eight down the list again because that's where you wind up, not to be mean, that's where you wind up with Richard Pitino. That's how they got him last
2: time. That is true. But the thing that always has bugged me about is this a desirable job, not saying that was your question, Ross, but I hear that a lot before Thad Mata got to Ohio State, they were a freaking doormat Mm -hmm. in in Big Ten basketball. And he turned that program into a powerhouse, you know, with 71-year-old Greg Oden leading the way, of course. (laughs) My point being... You know, Michigan State before before Izzo got there, yes. they were a joke. It's yeah. a Big 10 job. You know, well, I guess you, I shouldn't say they were a joke because they had Magic Johnson before that. Yeah. And, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you find the right guy, correct. And and you are able to bring in the right guy or gal, but if you're able to bring in the right person to do that job, it can be a desirable Bingo. position.
0: Bingo. I I said numerous times about the go for football head coaching job. And even just recruiting kids to the University of Minnesota, I get so tired of hearing the argument of, well, you can't win because of this. You can't win because of this. They won't take the job because of this. College athletics
1: are different now. But yep. it's,
0: it's to me, it's not only that. Well, don't go out selling what you don't have. Go out and sell what you do have. Yeah. Yeah. Tell everybody about, yes, the P.J. Fleck line, the Fortune 500 companies. If you're not going to go pro in the NFL, guess what? You're going to go pro in business because you're going to play football here and you'll have a job before you even walk out the door. Okay, neither here nor there. You wanted to come in oh. and, and basically <laughs> basically try and clear your name because so, every time I've said your name, I've said Reavers.
2: So here's and the there's bit. a reason. Yeah, uh, earlier today, we recorded uh, Monday Night Sports Talk with Royce and Souchere. And I made a public service announcement, and that is to the fine folks on Twitter. And I was watching a fair amount of the the Gopher Wisconsin basketball. Yes, even though they're terrible, I still watch a fair amount of Gopher basketball. The amount of people that are tweeting at me during the game and after the game once the Gophers lost, telling me why Nate Reavers didn't go to the University of Minnesota and instead chose the University of Wisconsin people. Yes, we share the same last name. Yes, he played at Lakeville North High School. Guess what? Get over it. Okay? I didn't send him to Wisconsin. Leave me out of it. And oh by the way, I better not go that route. Okay, but where did he have a better chance to succeed? Okay, you're a 6'10 white guy. Are you gonna are you gonna go and develop and then eventually maybe, I don't know, become a second round draft pick in the NBA if if things go well? You wanna go to Wisconsin! Okay. That's the end of my um, my public service. Notes. You feel better? A little bit. I feel bad about yelling on your show. Well, I apologize for that. I,
0: I can tell you this, Chris, as a proud graduate of the Lakeville High School, which is now Lakeville North. He so you will... went to the north one, not the south? He, correct. The south's the new one, correct? Correct, yeah. Okay. I went to the school that is currently north. but so it you're was... a Panther. Yes, I'm a Panther. Right. <laughs> I can tell you, Mr. Reavers... He will not get a job in Lakeville. He'll, he'll, nev- <laughs> he'll, 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 ne- he'll never, he'll never, will never be allowed back for turning his back on the state of Minnesota. No, in all honesty, I'm glad you popped in because I always knew there was a connection somehow, some way. Because your name isn't uncommon, but it's not super common. There right. just there had to be a connection. It's a distant
2: cousin relationship. We'll <laughs> yeah. Let's let put it down. Well, because I
0: remember asking you, you didn't put him on the bus and ship him to Madison, no. though, right?
1: Because Lakeville North went into came into Hastings. To watch, you know, That's and I right. went. I were went doing down Hastings there and watched Gates. him play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I just saw Nate Reed. knew of, I knew of him, and just, that was my first time seeing him play. And then, because I think they played on, know, like, a Friday night, and I came into yeah. the station Monday and was like, uh, yeah, that Nate Reaver's kid,
2: uh, is is he? And you cut me off, and he was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Related. He doesn't want to claim me when I can't blame him. <laughs> Chris. But, but you know what, though, Ross, really quick. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to
0: cut you no, off. No, go right ahead.
2: It, it does kind of speak to one of the points we brought up earlier. Yeah. And I know it gets beaten into the ground, but keeping kids home, granted, you're not going to keep Tyus Jones. Right. You're not going to keep Khaled El Amin. But there's so much to even you know what even if you have to maybe take on a what would be a Division two basketball player, wh- whatever. But keep these kids in state. the the, yeah. the second tier the maybe ones even that the are third attainable. tier. Absolutely, yeah. there's the no ones reason
1: that that, that, can't, that that can't happen. McKinley Wright should not have gone to Colorado.
0: Yeah, no. And and that's that's where I'll concede. I've said numerous times across all go for athletics. I don't need you to get every Minnesota kid. I just need you to get good players. Sure. But what we're seeing right now is because of the lack of depth, you're not getting good players from the state of Minnesota, and it's become apparent in the years they've been down, which has basically been four of the seven years. There's just no depth. Every every gopher team you look at that hasn't had a winning record in the Big Ten is atrocious at depth. Chris, I don't know if you knew this, and basically now the last – it's like 14 games – the Gophers have had double digits in bench points in one game. It was the first time they played Northwestern now, oh. like two months ago. Oh my God! Last night against Wisconsin, did they get there last night? Maybe they did, ladies and, and gentlemen. They got there. They oh, did. It's probably so it's it's twice I, now in of, like the last. Was it wow. So think about think about that though. They're struggling to even get ten points off the bench. Well, Wisconsin last night had one guy get ten points off the bench.
2: I think the other problem, too, as far as recruiting under under Patino, and you know, again, his old man accomplished a lot. He has a bit of a stained name now, but he accomplished a lot as a college basketball coach. So I think Richard came into this situation with an idea of how to build a really good program. But a Part of where, wherever you coach at, whether it's you know your Rick Patino at Kentucky or Louisville or whatever, but you have to adapt. And and for him to and I forget the kid's name that they that ended up turning away because of a of, of playing time, but the local kid that didn't come here or didn't sign with the Gophers because he had to go get jelly roll the. Kid from New no, York, that's, yeah that's McKinley, McKinley Wright. Wright. Yeah, okay. McKinley exactly. Right. Yeah. Th- th- that's that's what I'm talking about.
1: McKinley and Wright. Was, guess what? Mr. Isaiah Basketball. Washington
2: comes here and he can't play.
1: Yeah, McKinley Wright was <laughs> Mr. Basketball, Minnesota, Champlin Park, and he was right there for the taking.
2: Probably would have
1: tot- tot- Totally would have. Totally could have had him. Patino decides to go get Mr. Basketball, New York. Was it Jellyfab,
2: Jellyfam? The Jelly Roll. roll. You were right. It was the Jelly Roll. Okay. Yeah.
1: Turnover machine. Turnover machine and couldn't shoot. He was that kind
2: of player where he'd have the ball and you go, "What's he gonna do, stupid, this time?" Yep. Okay. Sorry.
0: Couple quick hitters on the way out the door. Feel free to chime in as much as you want. You love how
2: I just came in and took over, Ross. No, I, I'm so happy. I love oh, it. It's it's great, it's great for great. as long really as great.
0: as long as you retweet the link, you can come back as often as you want. Awesome. Okay? okay, for sure. Uh, go for football. Any thoughts on their expectations in 2020? Well, I guess I don't even know what the schedule is yet, but I can't see any reason why. I mean, I guess you are. It's a You're, little more, in my opinion. It, well, not a. It's not a little bit more difficult. I think it's substantially more difficult. The win, mainly because Rutgers isn't on the, the schedule. The win <laughs>
2: over Auburn changed everything. Yeah. Changed all expectations because, yeah, there were some question marks after they lost to both Iowa and then Wisconsin. And I think the Wisconsin loss at home was was that that was pretty, pretty inexcusable. Bad. yeah. But, you know, they go into the New Year's Day bowl game against Auburn, you're thinking, all right, well, maybe they can
0: keep it close. But they whooped
2: them. Yeah. I mean, yep. the only reason they didn't win by two touchdowns was because they were milking the clock the last yep. 10 minutes of the game. And it mm-hmm. still
0: counts, but the kickoff return for a touchdown that Auburn had yeah. put seven more points on the board. Yeah. The Gophers basically doubled them in every major statistical category.
2: But I don't think, I, I think, realistically, it's, it's fair to expect another New Year's Day bowl. I think that that's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. Whether, got, whether, whether that means they finish first or fifth in the stand, I have no idea. You you've
1: got, you've got one of your best running backs returning. Your your, your starting quarterback is returning. Uh, you have Rashad Bateman, who's one of the best wide receivers in the country, yeah. returning. I mean, you lose Tyler Johnson, but you'd have to think that Bateman's going to make up for some of that just by. Being a year older and, and a year more Winfield's mature going to hurt a little bit. Yeah, Winfield will hurt. I th- I think they it'll it'll be defensively. I think is going to be the big test for them because they're losing a lot of guys on defense. But offensively, I I don't expect them to miss a beat at
2: all. No, you're losing year. Winfield. You're losing Carter Coughlin. Yeah, um, and those are two studs that that played significant roles for this team. Yeah.
0: They, they get Iowa, Wisconsin, and Michigan all within about five weeks of each other. But the schedule's front loaded. So I, I look at next year and say, I think they can be a better team next year, but they can lose more games. But the Iowa if,
2: game will be here. It'll be here, yeah.
0: and Iowa will be trotting out a new quarterback. They don't have 12th-year senior Nate Stanley anymore. <laughs> yes. The Evan so. Eschmeyer
2: <laughs> of college football. Yeah.
0: Um, what, one more quick hitter on the way out the door. How much go for hockey do you pay attention to these days? A it's, little bit? Moderate? I a lot? I'm to be one of those crusty old guys that says, put it back on Friday and Saturday night
2: yeah. so I can watch it on F-S. Because I did used to watch it religiously. But honestly, I'm that guy, and I'm 33, the by the way. The shift <laughs> to the Big Ten has, I mean, I I pay attention because just because I love hockey, but it has really soured my my yeah. interest level. But I love Bob Motzko. He was a multiple-time guest on the ride with Royce. I I love Bob. I think Bob's great. great. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Bob, I think, is going to be just fine. He can recruit. And I think we finally saw at the holiday break this year, I think – Last week, notwithstanding, which I'll get into later this week, Judd wait, Zolgad's going to join me. How
2: am I expected to pay attention to the Gopher hockey team when my Mankato Mavericks are in the top uh, five in the country? <laughs> I know this is because a Because this show. is the Score
0: North Gopher <laughs> show, not, not the Score wait, North. can
2: I start the Score North Maverick hockey talk, podcast? Talk, talk, to, to talk to Mackie?
0: Talk to Mackie. <laughs> uh, last week, notwithstanding, because last weekend was pretty bad. They actually had all the breaks going into Friday night. They got... The worst team in the conference, Wisconsin, beat Ohio State, so the path was clear. If the Gophers just basically claim five of six points on the weekend, they're going to win the conference outright and get a bye. Well, on Friday night, they lose in the second overtime where the second point was up for grabs. So it statistically is a tie, Mm -hmm. but they only got one of three points. So they were eliminated from basically the bye in the outright conference. So all they could do on Saturday was technically share the conference, but they'd finish second. Well, they end up then losing on Saturday night, and they fall all the way. If you just literally rewind 24 hours, they had a chance to have a bye, get the number one seed, and maybe not have to win the Big Ten tournament to sneak into the NCAA tournament. Well, instead, they fall all the way to fourth, and it's looking like their only way to punch their ticket to the NCAA tournament is going to be to winning, win the, win winning the Big ten tournament. yeah, winning the Big Ten tournament, which now probably means if you get past Notre Dame this upcoming weekend, you're probably going to have to do do that on the road by winning. The format, I don't know if you guys know this, the Big Ten tournament, it's not one host city anymore. Yeah, n- it's not one host city anymore after but the didn't first they round. Have to do that, they yeah, yeah. they did yeah.
1: have to do this. Well, but well how the how it, debacle in Detroit when they had it at <laughs> Joe Louis Arena <laughs> yeah, that when there was, was like ten people that there, was awesome. A couple of years, awesome ago. and yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So how
0: it works now. Very similar, at least the first round of the WCHA worked. Best of three, because they want want the best teams to win. Sure. And then after that, it's just single elimination at the higher seed. Got it. Okay. And then the winner of that tournament gets the automatic bid. So so we'll see. It is a shame, because it it doesn't diminish the the quality of hockey. No, and the crowd. Chris, on Saturday, was the best gopher crowd in in years. It was... was, I don't know what they announced, but this sounds funny to say this, but I think it was probably... 80% 80 percent full wow and, and it was right. it was loud yeah. they were engaged they were having fun which is funnier funny to me because you would have thought with what was on the line that would have been the Friday crowd the Friday crowd at least from TV was embarrassing like it it has been a lot well, did but the Saturday's Wild crowd a game
2: probably have a lot to do with that
0: or is it not really the same crowd do you think I think there might be some carryover but okay. not a ton my biggest complaint right now at the U and then we'll get out of here because I think we've overstayed our welcome for this podcast. Heck, I told you I'd be out in thirty minutes or less. And, That's right. And Tell not, Reavers to shut yeah, up Yeah, we, it's, we got it's the your, studio for a while. It's, it's your <laughs> fault. My my biggest complaint across all levels is I don't want to say this without being too mean, but the students just don't show up. Yeah. And I mean, what else what else do you have better You'll never have a cheaper ticket. My uh my my cousin who just graduated there for a few years ago. Could get one hockey ticket and football for like a hundred and ten dollars.
2: You know what it is. You want me to? Because I I did a I did a little speaking thing at my former high school, Fairville Falcons. Let's go uh, a, a couple months back, and I was just dejected by this is sports as a whole, Ross. Yep. The interest level in sports from a from from a participation level. Anyway, it's those yeah.
0: dang video games.
2: It's the video games. It's the phones. It's yeah. I don't want to have to get up early and go for a run. I don't want to you know I don't want to put in the extra effort I think that's a big part of the reason why you know the, a lot of the kids that went to these games you know I went to Mankato a lot of us that went to the games we played sports in high school so we mm-hmm. had almost that kinship of we wanted to be involved uh-huh. in athletics and I honestly I just don't think it's there and you know it, yeah so I, I think that's
1: part of it and and now that with technology you mentioned it already but technology with people being able to have such easier access to just watch games from yep.
2: wherever they are now. It just Or listen to Ross's podcast. That's why they're not exactly. going to games. Well, true, thank yeah. you very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate I'll, I appreciate that. I'll take it to the, uh, the bargaining table the next time we do one. Chris, I've been tongue-tied like four times in this Gopher show. I think it's because of your... Presence here today. Shut up! So yeah, I mean, I'm just—you've <laughs> talked to me seven million times. Well, what are you talking I, about? Never in this format. Have we never been on the air together? Oh no, we have. Just not—not oh. not in this—not okay. in this studio. You know, this is my second tour here. I'm the boomerang. You you throw me out and hey, I come back. Hey, we all are. <laughs>
2: We're all boomerangs. Do, do, do you?
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> I think I'm the only guy that's been fired from this place four times. We got
0: about <laughs> 50 seconds left as the music starts to play. You want to do your uh, Reavers rant one more time, or are you good? I'm. I'm good. But folks, he's a kid that's allowed to make his own
2: decisions. And guess what? He picked the right school. I'm a diehard Gopher fan. I have been my entire life, but he made the right decision. Leave him alone and leave me alone.
0: Well, at the next family reunion, you make sure that Ross Brendel told him he'll never get a job in Lakeville. You just make sure you tell him that. You got it, buddy. Chris Reavers, <laughs> at Chris hey, Reavers on Twitter, at MannyHill84 on the Twitter machine. It was fun. I'm at Brendel Ross. We'll talk again soon. A lot of great content coming up this week, actually, so please uh, monitor this feed, some hockey talk. Darren Doogie Wolfson set to join later this week, too. He's got oh, a scoop. Boy. He's got a scoop. Later this week, right here, Score North Gopher show. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend.